0: welcome to the listen to your gut podcast with international best-selling author Jeannie patel thompson because your body is your subconscious your body is the densest part of your soul okay today we've got dr scott tyler who is a second generation naturopathic physician following in his father's footsteps He graduated from the National University of Natural Medicine in Portland in 1986, and has practiced in Langley, BC in Canada ever since. He developed a keen interest in conditions that relate to metabolic dysfunction, particularly hypothyroidism, which we are going to be talking about for sure. He has since co-authored a book, A Pound of Prevention, in 1995 with his father, Dr. Alan N. Tyler, and is presently working on a book of his own about thyroid disease. He participated in a private herbal product company in BC called Bowen Island Botanicals. He served as vice president and a board member for 10 years with the Northwest Naturopathic Convention chaired the Canadian Naturopathic Education and Research Society, and sat on several committees of the BC College of Naturopathic Physicians. Dr. Tyler also established a free clinic for the homeless in Langley at the Salvation Army with his lifelong friend, Dr. Ted Slay. In 2018, he joined the Boucher College Clinic as a supervisor. He believes that the future of the profession lies squarely in the hands of students and new graduates and continues to teach regularly at his own office as a satellite clinic of the school. He has no plan to retire anytime soon and so continues practicing out of one of the oldest federally recognized commercial buildings from 1889 which I've been to in Langley Prairie at Murrayville. It is the cutest building. Absolutely adore it. He spends his free time on his hobby farm where he lives with his wife and one of their two daughters and her family. Scott, welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Ginny.
0: So I'm gonna, we're gonna dive right. I I have a lot of stuff that I wanna talk to you about, but I think let's kick this off by asking you a very, critical question because someone with all your experience both clinical and teaching you know hundreds and thousands of patients what's in your medicine bag like your personal medicine cabinet at your home tell us what's in there.
1: Excellent question okay so uh, I may have mentioned this to you personally before but I like to have certain things in my medicine cabinet, just in case of an emergency. And in British Columbia, as you know, uh, we kind of live on a uh, ring of fire, as they call it. And we could have a natural disaster. Uh, Aside from flooding, we could have a big problem like an earthquake or something anytime. So I want to advise everyone to be at least somewhat prepared for that. Have a water supply or some way to clean water, I do. So I use the same system the U.S. military uses to clean water. So they give it to their soldiers, they can drink them a mud puddle then. So you've got to have water, but perhaps more importantly, you've got to have a way to sterilize things. Uh, and I like good old fashioned peroxide for that. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking the uh, food grade one, that's pretty strong stuff. If you know how to handle that, go ahead. Uh, but don't use it full strength. It's very corrosive. But you can buy a simple bottle of 3% hydrogen peroxide at the grocery store or at your drugstore. Uh, And you can apply that to cuts and scrapes, uh, even more serious wounds, uh, penetrating wounds. But we have to stop infection. And that's the main thing. So that's a real easy one. Uh, You might also know that bleach like good old Clorox can be applied to water for drinking uh just in a drop form so a few drops in a quart of water and shake it up let it sit for a minute uh, and then it's sterilized if you're
0: sterilizing with the three percent hydrogen peroxide how many drops or how much do you add
1: per quart that's a great question i I've used about, oh, a half a capful. So it has a little screw on cap. I put a half a cap in a quart of water and shake it up and just let it sit for a minute until it stops foaming. Uh, pretty easy. So it's a nice now way. Tell, to me, tell me
0: why you prefer hydrogen peroxide to potassium iodide for sterilizing water.
1: Well, uh, most people don't have any iodine, which we can uh, talk about. Really? Uh, And secondly, um, if they do have iodine in some form, they don't know how much to put in there because it's in different concentrations, like Lugol solution comes in several concentrations. True. Not that you could hurt yourself with iodine ever. Uh, It's non-toxic in even very large amounts, Uh, but it doesn't taste very good. Uh, And that's probably the big issue with it. And uh, otherwise it's amazing, incredible stuff. So that's the other thing I have at home. I have iodine in a bottle. Uh, so I like that. I bought that one online and everybody else can too. Uh, they're reputable places that sell that. Uh, and the question might be next, you know, how much should I take if I'm going to take some iodine and please take some iodine every day? Uh, I was just checking in with the, uh, the very famous Cleveland Clinic. I don't agree with everything that they say, but they're very pro-iodine, which I was happy to see. Uh, and their, of course, standard line is the same line you'll hear everywhere, is 150 micrograms of iodine a day is uh, recommended. That's very antiquated thinking and uh, is wholly inadequate. Uh, But they do mention also that, uh, to their credit, that pregnant women should have uh, 250 micrograms, which is a quarter of a milligram, which is uh, insignificant, but is enough to prevent most birth defects. And that's the main reason to to make sure it's uh, in mom's diet. So uh, it'd be hard for her to get enough from eating potatoes, salting her potatoes, etc. There's just not enough there. Easier just to get some liquid iodine or iodine tablets and, and take you know a milligram, a thousand micrograms uh, a day. It's non-toxic, will never hurt the baby, um, won't even cross the placenta, which is you know an important thing to know. but mom's already got a depressed thyroid from her pregnancy. that's just a fact of life. And um, we all know that, but it's nice to support mom's thyroid through the pregnancy. Uh, it gives her a better outcome and the baby a better outcome. And we have a healthier person. Both are healthier afterwards. Give it to and dad too. Absolutely.
0: For, for a man or woman, obviously who's not pregnant, <laughs> what dosage of iodine do you recommend to your patient? Oh,
1: thanks for asking. Yeah, um, I take... I take six milligrams a day, which is sounds like a lot. It's six thousand micrograms, but uh, there are people, you know, not in studies, but they're just taking you know as much as twelve or twenty-five or more milligrams of iodine a day. What I would say is take it to um, to the whatever your symptoms require. Uh, so it's good to have a healthy thyroid, and you can't have that without iodine. So we have a really serious global thyroid problem, and it's principally due to lack of iodine. Uh, so the healthy people on Earth get lots of iodine, and they're usually in places like Japan or, or more specifically Okinawa, where they eat lots of seaweed and oh, seafood. Uh, I think... Cod used to be a good source of iodine, but where are you going to get cod these days? The fishery is done on our coasts anyway.
0: So for yourself personally, for maintenance, you take six milligrams of iodine per day. Yes. Gotcha.
1: All right. It can can you become hyperthyroid from too much iodine? Well, in theory, but you know, people that have taken thousands and thousands of times the RDA never became uh, permanently ill from it. They did get some symptoms, but they recovered entirely.
0: Yeah. So let's, let's, I was going to save this for later, but let's jump on it. Now (laughs) I was going to raise that with you because Mm -hmm. what we've always heard is, Oh, as soon as you're supplementing with any kind of iodine, potassium iodine, Lugol's iodine Mm -hmm. you better monitor for longer than two weeks, you have to have your thyroid monitored on a regular, ongoing basis.
1: Well, I'm very whoops, again, knocking stuff over here. Uh, I feel really fortunate because I live in a time like you do, where we have computers and technology. We can reach out around the globe to almost anyone. So I did that because I had that question in my mind, and so I reached out to a wonderful. Uh, Forgive me, Dr. Midgley, a wonderful old doctor, Dr. John Midgley. He's an MD, and he's one of the last remaining thyroidologists on earth. And he's an expert in thyroid uh, function and thyroid disease and thyroid testing. In fact, he's the same Dr. Midgley that uh, created the tests that we use today, principally the free T3 and the free T4, which... Most people in this province of British Columbia will not see uh, for various reasons. But anyway, I won't get into that yet, maybe. But uh, Dr. Midgley told me personally from him to me, he said, uh, don't worry so much about um, the testing. Look at the patient's symptoms. And I thought, wow, that's some wisdom that, you know, I do know that already, but it was nice to hear from him. As, a, as one of the last living experts in the world.
0: So what would those symptoms be if someone was getting too much iodide? Oh,
1: okay, sure. So if somebody got excess iodine, they would get, number one, they get some upset in their stomach. Mm-hmm. So they feel kind of sick to their stomach. They might even throw up. Them. More likely, they get diarrhea. Uh, which is not very nice, but won't kill you uh, because we go, oh, boy, I must have eaten something. Yeah, maybe I overdosed it. But, you know, if somebody is chugging iodine, uh, that's what's going to happen. Likely they'll just get diarrhea. So if they do that persistently, uh, they could elevate their thyroid function. In fact, those who uh, clinically and in published research have had way too much iodine, they become, uh, most of them will become hyperthyroid, um, but it doesn't kill them. They just get really skinny and jittery and sweaty. Um, there are worse things that could happen to a person. <laughs> so it doesn't, it's not fatal. Uh, people don't die from it. I defy anyone to find a piece of published research that shows it's fatal. There's, I couldn't find a case, I dug through the research. I dug into the RCMP's files in British Columbia. I had to go back to 1936 to find a case of iodine poisoning, uh, which was a murder investigation. (laughs) That's the only one in the books.
0: Do you remember what it said
1: about? I I don't remember what the dose was. They weren't specific in those days on that file that I could access, but it was a, investigated it was a murder and it was investigated as an iodine poisoning like how could you get it with that it looks brown it tastes like yeah. brown it doesn't taste very good but uh you'd be really hard pressed it's pretty hard to pick any other substance on earth that you could eat 50,000 times the recommended daily allowance and live i mean water doesn't even qualify water would kill you at that dose so so I think uh, I know iodine is very safe I know that it's critical it's required for human nutrition there's not enough in our diet according to a Cleveland clinic uh, very few Americans have iodine deficiency it's a rarity in fact they claim but that said why then are there 120 million prescriptions? That's 120 million. That's a third of the US population. Why are that many prescriptions written every year for thyroid hormone? Uh, they're hypothyroid. <laughs> you know, it's, so uh, some of the conclusions don't make a lot of sense to me, but.
0: So when you have, okay, we're, we're just going to, we're going to, we're going to roll with the iodine yeah. thyroid for now. We're going to get back to your medicine cabinet later. Um, when you have a patient come in who is um, low, thyroid, mm-hmm. low thyroid functioning. Okay. So first of all, what are the signs that you look for that you, or that you commonly see?
1: Great question. So you mentioned I'm working on a book. Uh, I'm nearing completion, I hope, on it. Uh, I'm a perfectionist, so I like it to be all you know teed up perfectly. So I'm not a volume one, volume two writer. I wanted to get it, do it once. But what am I looking for? Well, on the back cover of the book, it says, do you suffer from any of these five C's? The five C's. It's, okay. it's an easy, catchy thing. So are you cold? Now remember, I said, do you suffer from any of these? Some have them all, some have one or two, or, um, but they're gonna have one anyways. Are you cold? Uh, are you constipated? Uh, there's the iodine thing again, maybe. Are you cold? Are you constipated? Uh, corpulent, I, that's a term, a medical term for you know, gaining weight, so yeah. corpulent, gaining weight. Are you cold, constipated, gaining weight? It's gotta be a C word. Uh, are you confused? How about that one? You know, oh, my memory's terrible. You hear that a lot. Uh, I know you do, from the public and from your, your people that follow you, and I hear it lots, every day, sadly. Mm-hmm. Cold, constipated, corpulent, confused. See? Now oh, there you go. I, uh, I need to read the book a little bit more. I, I waffle a bit on this one. Uh, I wanted to use a word that you know is understandable, but I picked um, circadian, which relates to um, or cascading. I like that too. So it refers to hair loss cascading,
0: ah.
1: and and circadian uh, refers to more of a fatigue kind of a thing. Right. But so, uh, so if you're tired, and your hair is falling out, and you're cold, and you're constipated, and and can't remember your grocery list. Mm, uh, you might want to think about upping iodine. Number one, uh, and we're not bad or indictable for that defense It's just it is what it is. There's just none in the in the diet because there's none in our environment. And how are the plants going to get iodine if it's not in the environment in the soil? So. Um, If you have symptoms like that, and goodness knows there are 300 plus symptoms related to thyroid. In fact, I was just, forgive me while I diverge here for a moment. Uh, Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. So fatty liver is being diagnosed left and right today. It's a very common problem. Uh, Apparently 25% of the people in the world with liver disease have that. Uh, And I can tell you, I know there's published research because I've read it. It's uh, it's linked to thyroid. Mm. So if our body's not burning or consuming fat, which is a great energy source, if it's not consuming the fat, it gets stored in the liver. Uh, and then it complicates. There's a tremendous amount of trouble coming from fatty well, liver.
0: Disease. And healthy fat because... Yeah. The unhealthy fats especially are what gets stored because the body can't do anything with it so yeah why they ground
1: locker give us a, list. Give yeah, us a big, quick list big, big long fats are the long chains the saturated fats in other words um you know the short chain fats like omega-3s like fish fat and they're easier to consume i like them they're anti-inflammatory of course
0: are you a big fan of um, grass-fed animal fats like beef, tallow, lard?
1: Butter? Sure, I eat that. I eat that fat because I've got my metabolism working. Ah. You can see it's warm in this room. I feel warm right now. Uh, but that said, um, I've got my metabolism up, so I'm burning calories to make energy. You know, right. I can go and have a nap and burn calories. Uh, which I wish everyone would do, not take a nap, but burn calories. So if you burn calories, you don't need a nap, uh, which ties into the you know the whole circadian business and in the waking and sleeping that gets messed up. Sleep gets disturbed terribly uh, with thyroid disease. They just want to sleep all the time and they never feel refreshed. Right. It's, it's fixable, I can assure you. So when they walk in the door and they they say, gee, I'm really tired and I got a terrible memory and my hair is falling out. That's a those are red flags. You know, nothing else causes that. You know, you'd have to be dying of malnutrition to lose hair. And in our part of the world, we don't do that. So it's gotta be something metabolic. And remember, the hair follicles are super metabolizers. They're like the the canary in the mind, hmm. they're the harbingers of trouble. So if the hair follicles are dying, it's not good.
0: So if someone walked hey. into your clinic with those five C's, Oh, yes. Now, let's All say, time. let's say, because I have a lot of listeners in the States, you know, where their health care for, for blood work and medical tests can be astronomically expensive. So let's say yes. someone can't afford to go to a doctor, have those tests done, but they've got the five C's. What would be a safe dose of iodine for them to start supplementing with?
1: Excellent. Oh, get started. I would, I would lean on the side of a little bit higher, like three milligrams, so three thousand micrograms. So if they find a liquid iodine that's you know six hundred micrograms in one drop, you know, take. I can't do the math. Yeah. <laughs> four or five. Four or five drops. Five drops. There you go. That would get them three milligrams. It it sounds like a lot. It's not, as I you know, alluded to no, earlier.
0: I have this is the one that we sell in our shop.
1: Beautiful.
0: Potassium iodide. It's, it's, you get a glare on it, but anyway, when I told you what this is, this has twenty five milligrams in one drop.
1: I I told you there are people taking more than that. It's,
0: so I've been I've been doing this for the last uh what's it been about two weeks since I saw you last time mm-hmm. I've been taking this every single day. And, uh, wow yeah, so far so good. So wow. just a drop. And if it, it's not as hard to get one drop off. So if two drops go in and then I just skip a day, I skip the next day.
1: Yeah. Well but, we know uh, it's we know it's not going to hurt you. you now it's it's not toxic
0: which is miraculous because a lot of my scar tissue protocols for both intestinal strictures and rectal strictures use this very uh you know potassium iodide and i've always told people okay well but if you're staying on it for longer than two weeks make sure you have your thyroid monitored so knowing that oh we don't have to do that they can just do the protocols and not only will they be fine but the iodine is probably going to fix some other issues that they have
1: oh yeah there's a list as long as your arm uh, by the way you know here's the simplest test for thyroid you know somebody you know, I've had many students ask me those same questions and I said well someone walks into your office and you know check their pulse rate you're obliged to do their vital signs at least should look at that so If their pulse rate is 120 sitting in a chair, or I've seen them at 135 where they have an overactive thyroid. Mm. Uh, Not in a child. They have much higher heart rates. But but if their heart rate is at 70 or 80 or even 90, or they're 100 because they're nervous meeting somebody, or just at home sitting there relaxing, if their heart rate is 60 or 70 or 80, they don't have an overactive thyroid. That's impossible. Impossible. Hmm. Guaranteed.
0: So, what's the break point on the pulse rate for an overactive thyroid? What well, the,
1: the textbook says 120, but if you're sitting at home alone, you know, in your recliner, you know, reading a book or something, and your heart rate's, you know, breaking 120, uh, it's might be worth looking into. Right. Now, medications aside. Yeah. Because, you know, medications do weird things to people. Mostly, you know, if they're seeing a medical doctor for blood pressure, they're going to get stuff that slows their heart down and nothing almost. Right. Sadly. Right.
0: Okay. Uh, I also want to jump back to the water filtration system you said you yeah. have, which is the same one, the U.S. military issues. Oh, yeah. Can you can you give us a brand name on that or what? Uh, I think
1: it's called uh, Life Straw or something like that.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, I've seen that.
1: Uh, Yeah, you just stick, you pull it out of the pack, stick it in the water, and suck on the other end, and it filters through a charcoal filter, I think it is, or a micropore filter of some type. Awesome uh but those are terrific and you can get them you know I bought a whole whack of them for my family I gave them to my kids put them in their emergency kits and for their families and uh, friends even but it's a well, nice kit.
0: I like that because it's also super portable because like yeah earthquake or uh you know the wildfires that California's been having like you got to get you got to get out fast So if you have a bag packed...
1: where's my sport bottle? You know, you don't have time for that. No,
0: if it's sitting there in your medicine bag ready for you to grab as you flee, because I have a Berkey stainless steel filter and that does the same thing. Like you can take muddy, scummy pond water and put it through your Berkey and it comes out totally pristine, clean, ready to drink. It's it's a unit, like you would have to carry it. It was like, you might not have room for it.
1: Yeah, well, um, this one's, you know, Looks like a Starbucks straw almost. It's pretty small. Uh, it's a little bigger than that, but but it's very portable. You know, just like you would want for you know your backpack if you were a soldier kind of thing.
0: Right. Okay. So back That's- to the thyroid because I yeah. know a lot of people who've been on you know desiccated pig thyroid, Armour mm-hmm. thyroid. Mm-hmm. Um, the people I know tend to avoid the synthetic thyroid, mm-hmm. like Synthroid. But you yeah. oh, yeah. have been Good. on a natural thyroid supplement for, you know, I know people who've been on it for five or 10 years. What would you do with a patient like that to kind of, can you restore normal thyroid function? How does iodine play into that picture?
1: Oh, it's, uh, it's possible. Uh, absolutely. Uh, they have to have iodine and they have to become replete in iodine. So they've got to start there, number one. Uh, so, and thereafter, they have to get enough protein in their diet and everybody pretty much has got that covered. Uh, and then they can get the building blocks for the thyroid. Uh, you know, a multivitamin has all the other uh, little bits and pieces that are required. There's a little bit of copper we need and riboflavin, et cetera. Uh, so, you know, good daily multivitamin, you know, you'll outlive everybody else if you take a multivitamin, by the way. Uh, especially if there's iodine in it, and uh, the good ones have some iodine and some selenium, because selenium is required to convert the T4, which the thyroid makes the the bulk of anyway, which is thyroxin. Mm-hmm. So the hormone thyroxin needs to be converted to uh, T3, the active hormone. It doesn't happen without selenium, so it's pretty desperate. There's no selenium in our soil in North America until you get down to roughly. Oh, uh, Medford, Oregon. Uh, So the soil was all pushed down through glaciation. So there's selenium down there in Oregon, thankfully. Uh, But the rest of us have to get it in a pill. Right. A couple of hundred micrograms a day, uh, which segues into what if you have hypothyroidism that's not primary? So if you don't get enough iodine for your life since you were born, uh, that's pretty common. So you could have a primary failure of the thyroid gland, which is primary hypothyroidism. But let's say by some miracle, you're making enough T4. So -hmm. if you're getting enough thyroid hormone production and you can't activate it into T3, that in part is known as Hashimoto's disease. Mm -hmm. So Hashimoto discovered it. Uh, it's an inflammatory or autoimmune really disorder. So the immune system's involved in that. And, and when things are bad, it gets involved. Uh, and we want to placate that to some degree. And we can do that with selenium. We can make sure they get 200 micrograms every day and it'll, it'll cure the Hashimoto's. It's published. Uh, it just surprises me when I hear endocrinologists say, oh, that's not curable. Like, what do you mean it's not curable? So, well, what what do you do to treat it? Oh, we don't do anything. It's not curable. I mean, it's just ludicrous. Uh, But selenium, it's published research. I didn't do the research. It's from the American uh, Journal of Nutrition, Clinical Nutrition. It's uh, really good science. But they don't read journals, apparently, Uh, lots of doctors. They don't have time.
0: It's amazing.
1: Yeah, we'll now make they, time. They graduate Our
0: job. And then, yeah. then a lot of the learning, yeah. except for the pharmaceutical-sponsored conferences, stops because they're just, they're slammed, you know. Yeah, it's, uh,
1: it's uh, I don't want to hear that even from my students. They're required to stay on top of things. If you love what you do, you can't get enough of it. I, I read research constantly. I just devour it. Because I want to stay on top of things, and that's my job. Mm-hmm. right? You know, if, I, if I had a blog website and I didn't know how to work the computer, I'd be done. Yeah uh, I wouldn't be much good. Uh, nevertheless, it's incumbent on doctors to be educated and to stay educated and to stay, you know um, on the cutting edge, if you will. Uh, we don't have to be good at everything, but the things that we do, we should be very good at. Uh, and we have no excuse. We have lots of colleagues to call or call upon uh, to um, ask questions of. That's what I do. I just figure.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I'm not. I just with talk you, to the world
1: experts. I I love talking to the experts because they're very kind usually. Yeah. They're, they're very pleasant to me. I'm just a you know family doctor but they're they're pretty nice they talk down and bit to me sometimes but i understand what they're saying i it's i get it I, and it's it's great to be on top of things to know the answers uh, it's a it's a great thing it's it's I about agree. knowing
0: it's I about agree. knowing
1: There's however a-
0: i am going to interject because although that's what should be happening yes. you have mm. a doctor whether medical or naturopathic and they've got young children or they're in the middle of a divorce, or they are divorced, so they've got they're having their split custody, and their life is a yeah. That the research is the first thing that goes because they literally don't have time for it and they don't have energy. It's like they're drowning; they're just trying to keep their head above water.
1: Mm-hmm. So I bet and, they're not taking some iodine. That's the problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, and their own self care goes right yeah. down the toilet usually. Mm-hmm. So oh,
1: for sure, for sure. like
0: no one's immune to stress and trauma, right? So
1: That's right.
0: Again, that's why we're doing podcasts like this. So Mm the people, lay people, can also be educating themselves. And that's what I see with my readers. My readers, I mean, any given one of them is probably educating their MD or their gastroenterologist, guaranteed. Because they have. Yeah. Yeah. Super and super intense on the research. Okay. So let's get back to. So the medicine bag so far, we've got Life Straw. Water filtration, we've got 3% hydrogen peroxide, we've got your iodine or your potassium iodide, and we've got a multivitamin mm-hmm. with, a minimum, with at least 200 micrograms of selenium per day. Like really high quality multivitamin, you need the whole B-complex in there. Like,
1: sure, exactly, yeah. yes. What yeah, else? Not, don't, go, don't go crazy on the B-complex. People come in and say, oh, I'm really tired. I think, uh-oh, one of the C's uh then they say well i'm taking 100 milligrams of b complex every day and i go good grief you know it's as they used to say on the farm whipping a tired horse it was just too much you know so it doesn't have to be super strong b complex because then they're going to i know what they're doing they're going to use their adrenal function in lieu of their thyroid function so this is common." uh it's very common so remember 10 times more women have thyroid disease than men 10 times
0: oh yeah let's go there let's talk yeah, about let's talk about the women
1: you run on your adrenal function you're not bad people you're just creative so you burn out your adrenals because your thyroid's not working and that's not your fault again because the iodine's not there and we haven't promoted iodine because My goodness, if you fix thyroid function, you know, 300 diseases disappear. Boom. Including polycystic ovary syndrome, which is super common, sadly. But many, many disorders disappear. Uh, Let me say, put a pitch in again for the Okinawans. Uh, They have half the cancer uh, in Okinawa that we have in Canada, half. Mm -hmm. That should raise eyebrows in every medical community. Uh, Half the cancer, their um, heart disease is unheard of over there. Uh, Degenerative diseases of the the skeletal system in the joints, the spine, Um, it's remarkably less. So they outlive everybody on earth, that's their claim to fame. Uh, And they're happier, Uh, their IQ measures higher, which is very interesting. they don't care about anything because they're healthy. Uh, it's, it's on their back burner.
0: When I lived in, uh, Japan, I would walk into my local grocery store and the first thing when you walk in the store is five huge barrels of different types of seaweed. That's the bulk section. You buy seaweed in bulk. Mm -hmm. It was fantastic and it was all delicious. Um, so, yeah exactly nice big daily source of iodine as part of their daily diet
1: Yeah, it's it's, their intake of iodine is very high um there are estimates but nobody has you know nailed it down yet um maybe because nobody cared or they didn't think to Mm -hmm. Uh, but someone ought to do it Eh, maybe i'll do that Uh, but iodine is so critical my goodness uh, that's that's the one nutrient you've got to have every day, and water, right? Uh, and then get some protein, fat, and carbohydrates, and then throw in some vitamins if you have to. So,
0: what you're saying is that if someone's coming in and that, because I, I agree, the marketing on the B complex has been to combat fatigue. So, you're saying that people are taking high doses of B vitamins to give themselves energy so they can burn out their adrenals even more rather than going wait a minute what should change in the way i move through life that i am not demanding so much of my adrenal glands that i am not Mm -hmm. exhausting myself so much
1: yeah they're they're the backup system they shouldn't be on all the time why would we want to be in fight or flight mode constantly you know, that will shorten your life, I guarantee it. And it won't be pleasant. Uh, it'll be short and unpleasant. Uh, so we want to defer to that metabolic center or engine as one of my patients put it. Thank you very much. Learn so much from my patients. It's, uh, they're my, we're co-working on their health. I'm not babysitting their health. I'm helping like you are. Thank you very much. You're helping people to take care of themselves. Huh? Yeah, it has Here to come in. Funky thing this is. It's uh, okay. Hopefully, it says it's charging, but that's good. Uh, so,
0: <laughs> fingers crossed, we don't lose you.
1: Yeah, yeah. If um, you do, I'll switch to something. So,
0: when you have, um, and it tends to be your female patients for sure. I agree. Women, you know, mu- pride themselves on being multitaskers and super responsible, and yeah. and also a lot of women have problems with setting those calm healthy boundaries that protect their time and their energy they yeah. don't even know what that is let alone know how to do it so what kind of kickback do you get from your patients like when you when they come in and you're like you got to stop using your adrenals
1: yeah to well, fuel your
0: daily life like what like because that does that go anywhere do you get like what happens
1: they get it they go oh yeah that I, I resonate with that exactly. But how do I fix it? I go, well, we're going to fix the physical component first. And that'll push up into the mental and emotional state. You'll be you'll be able to say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm healthier in my whole physiology now. So we don't want to run on the, the fight or flight um, mechanism. When we start to bounce back and run on the the true energy producer of the body the engine the thyroid then we don't need to go into fight or flight mode Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know as i might have mentioned to you a good friend of mine down in washington she said women run on sheer determination and drag their bodies along behind them Uh, i think that sums it up right there so But women uh, think differently. Your brain is wired remarkably. It uh, loves estrogen, which changes it and makes it uh, hyper-functional. So you can truly multitask, uh, juggling lots of things at one time. But it's tempting to to just do more and more and more, Uh, you know, if if, – woman has a couple of kids or one child never mind a couple they have one child Uh, i ask the question often in my office i have a husband wife or a couple of people in my office with a child i say to her uh let me ask you something how many times have you thought of your child since you've been sitting in my office 10 times 100 times oh yeah and i asked the guy uh how many times did you think of the child i didn't you know it's it doesn't come on his radar. He's not stupid yeah. or cruel.
0: Yeah.
1: He's just different.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, and it's a it's a strange thing. Uh, so, guys, why do guys have less thyroid disease? That's a very interesting question. Um, it's got. It, I, I know what the answer is too. By the way, it has everything to do with estrogen, uh, which is the thing that separates the girls from the boys. At least in my book, it does. Uh, So estrogen uh, is, you know, the antithyroid, you know, and let me give you an example. Uh, When a woman is pregnant, as her estrogens rise through the pregnancy, the thyroid function goes down. That's just a fact. So medically, um, she needs to have less uh, metabolism so she could put on some fat on the body and to retain some water, some fluid to prepare for the pregnancy. So the amniotic fluid, and, and um, increased blood volume. So those are normal things for, for uh, estrogen to interfere with. And she, I call her she estrogen, because only women have estrogen uh, to speak of. Uh, so estrogen blocks thyroid hormone uh, and various other things, increases thyroid binding globulin. But thyroid, uh, these receptor sites for the hormones are like locks and keys. So if thyroid is blocked by estrogen uh, overbinding, then you functionally have depressed thyroid. So the numbers look great, but she feels pooped out. She's dead dog tired. Uh, It's functional thyroid disease. And somebody needs to unravel which area is blocked. uh, if, If not only to give her some thyroid hormone until she feels better. So, like Doctor Midgley uh, would say, he said, "Titrate the dose to the symptoms." If she's, you know, um, looks like a duck and walks like a duck, she's a duck. Right. <laughs> um, so you treat that until she doesn't look like a duck and walk like a duck. So you it's you treat it symptomatically. So if they're cold, corpulent, constipated, cascading, and etc. circadian rhythm is off. That needs to be fixed. You can't live long and healthy like that you can live long and miserable maybe but long and happy and healthy life is
0: and so you'll do iodine before you'll do a thyroid supplement
1: uh i always excuse me i always give iodine uh and it might be in a supplement because i figure well if i'm going to give some iodine i might as well throw in some tyrosine and some etc 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 but gotta have iodine that's the the game changer, right there.
0: Well, what about desiccated thyroid or Armour thyroid?
1: Uh, well, those, of course, contain uh, T4 or thyroxin, which is the thyroid hormone, and the it's uh, it's cousin T3, which is active. So, desiccated thyroid, fantastic stuff. You can get it anywhere in America. God bless America. I'm telling you that that's a true thing. Uh, you can get Armour thyroid in the USA. I used to import it from the USA to Canada for Canadians Mm -hmm. uh, until we had a huge shortage, uh, real or imagined some years ago. And then uh, a Canadian company by the name of IRFA stepped in, a great little company back in Quebec, and uh, they make IRFA thyroid. And uh, lots and lots of our American cousins like that because they like the fact that it doesn't have some fillers in it that now the, uh, the armor has. So I think it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. Uh, but that said, you know, we've been using desiccated thyroid for a very long time. Uh, there are woodcuts and chisels in walls, uh, graphics in China that are 5,000 years old. And they're depicting people removing thyroid glands from a pig and drying it by the fire. So we've been using it a long time uh, as a support to metabolism and health. Uh, And it's not harmful. So I would say um, lots of people, sometimes if they're really desperately low or I sense that they're really low, I'll just start them on some thyroid hormone right away. Boom. Yeah. 60 or more, less often 120 milligrams, but 60 certainly milligrams. Uh, I wish it wasn't a prescription. I think it shouldn't be. Uh, insulin's no longer prescribed. You can buy it over the counter. I mean, goodness, we can buy aspirin over the counter. You know, 25,000 Americans died last year from aspirin. Yeah. Uh, but how many died from thyroid? Hmm, I don't think any. No. Follow
0: the money, honey. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. So that you know that said, uh, many uh, Americans and Canadians are being prescribed synthroid, which is uh, a synthetic thyroid, uh, which is a terrible misnomer. Uh, it's not thyroid at all. If it's synthetic, you can't patent thyroxin or T4 that humans or all mammals make. Can't patent it. But you can sure patent its twisted-up cousin, which is Synthroid uh, or, or l in is what it's sometimes known as. Uh, but Synthroid is not thyroxin. And anybody that says it is is absolutely wrong uh, or don't understand basic chemistry. So mm-hmm. if you put the molecules next to each other, they're not the same. Uh, my left and right hand aren't the same either. They look similar, but they're not. Same. same. Uh, and with hormones, the whole lock and key analogy is very appropriate because if that hormone isn't identical, it doesn't bind uh, to the receptor inside the cell. So the engine of the cell is the mitochondria. That's where we make energy. And if that thyroid hormone doesn't bind there, it doesn't start the engine. So let's just back up for one second. Um, Let me get a drinker just water by the way Uh, so uh here's the thing so many 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 people only get their tsh tested mostly you know north of the border south of the border they do a great job of testing thyroid uh in my experience having lived and worked down there and trained down there uh but that said if you get a t4 and it you know quote unquote is normal it means nothing according to dr Mitchley. again uh, the, the guy's, the, again, one of the last remaining geniuses of thyroid on earth. Uh, we must listen to him as much as we can before we don't have him. Uh, but don't look at the TSH because we know in 2019 there was published research, which I quote in my, my book manuscript. Um, the pituitary, which is the source of the TSH, is not sensitive to T4 or thyroid hormone like your body cells. So if your pituitary says, oh, there's plenty of thyroid hormone around, it's wrong. It's it's a bad test. It's one we've defaulted to and Dr. Midgley is not happy about that. And neither am I, frankly, it's clinically a disaster. Patient comes in, they know they have a low thyroid function, their medical doctor whose hands are tied in this province, all they can order is a TSH then the TSH doesn't say anything. It's, you know, it's who cares what it says. I've seen them at 500 and I've seen them at zero. makes no difference. Person is hypothyroid until proven otherwise. The only three cases I've seen in almost 40 years in practice, all of those hyperthyroid patients had thyroid cancers. So I've never seen another case otherwise. Uh, And here's the crazy thing. The treatment for thyroid cancer is thyroid hormone. Wait a second. Does that, that sounds (laughs) crazy, (laughs) doesn't it? So that was invented almost 200 years ago by somebody named Heinrich Bayer. Uh, And if that rings a bell, it should, because Bayer aspirin has been around a long time. But the Bayer company are a huge pharmaceutical interest in Germany. Uh, And they were the biggest in the world until the Second World War. Uh, Now they're just one of some big ones. but, But Bayer discovered you could cure thyroid cancer with thyroid hormone. Not synthroid, thyroid hormone. Yeah. So I find that amazing. So my patients are happy and healthy and alive. They've survived thyroid cancer. They didn't have radiation and, and uh, biopsies or excisional biopsies uh, chemotherapy radiation is terrible stuff cutting out a thyroid gland is a terrible waste uh they get enormous i've seen huge thyroid glands but they're underactive they get bigger when they're trying to make thyroid hormone and they also get uh, bigger when they're overactive but that's pretty rare uh relatively very very rare so um Remember, you know, 100,000 100, plus Americans have thyroid disease. I, I would say that's conservative uh, because I love to watch the news at night. I watch from lots of uh, US states the news and I look at the neck of the person doing the newscast and if their neck is swollen and if it has a crease, they got some thyroid trouble. I can spot them pregnant before they even admit it on air. That's because uh, their thyroid swells up. and That's very interesting.
0: That is very. Now, we guess what we're all going to be looking for. Um, so well, question for was, you. You have a client who comes in and yeah. they're low enough in their thyroid function that you're going to put them on the desiccated thyroid right away. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you're going to put them on iodine, maybe three to six milligrams a day or how much they feel comfortable taking, Um, how long and and let's say, because when I look at thyroid, you know, and we get back to this thing of women driving themselves and not being able to set boundaries around their time and energy and to using their brain to make Mm -hmm. all the decisions instead of listening to their body. So let's say someone is going to is willing to deal with that emotional piece as well. OK, so they are they are maybe they take a workshop learning how to set calm, healthy boundaries and and claim that space for themselves in the world and so on. And they're on the desiccated thyroid and they're on the iodine. So they're they're doing mind, body, spirit all at once. How long do you think that person um, could would need to be on the desiccated thyroid until they could wean off and just take the daily iodine and and be great
1: great great question uh answered this one many times many times uh let's see where should i begin with that uh by the way i've had patients call me back the next day say oh i took 60 milligrams of thyroid i can't believe it I have energy, I woke up today and I feel like I can do something. My, my mental process is changing because the brain cells use iodine or thyroid hormone via iodine. So uh, the brain has to get thyroid hormone too. Uh, but that said, uh, there's another piece of the puzzle that we've talked about, but we'll wanna bring it in now and that's the adrenals. So if you've been running on your adrenal function, Uh, as opposed to thyroid function, you want to support the adrenals at the same time. I I made a rule in my own mind, and I quote myself in my book, it's like, don't treat the thyroid if you're not going to treat the adrenals too. Um, Very few women don't need adrenal support. I met two that I can recall that didn't, uh, but that said, most do. Uh, And what's the connection to to thyroid beyond the fact that you're running on the adrenals instead of thyroid but the connection is the main adrenal hormone is called cortisol or hydrocortisone so cortisone or cortisol is the same hormone Uh, we make that for obvious reasons or perhaps not obvious we make it because it makes us feel energetic which is nice it raises blood sugar it raises sugar levels in the, in the bloodstream. Uh, and those are good to help you have energy. Uh, and it's a f- fight or flight hormone. Uh, so cortisol you need during stress. Uh, and if you live from stress to stress, that's unfortunate because uh, you're going to burn up your adrenals. But you need the cortisol to get the thyroid hormone into the mitochondria. So if you have lots of thyroid hormone and no adrenal function, You might as well not have either. Uh, So you don't want to burn out the adrenals because then when the thyroid recovers, it won't make any difference. They'll feel the same. So if you're dead dog tired, if you're exhausted, you get some good adrenal support and it better have some licorice root in it or it doesn't work. Um, I can quote an article or two on that one, but but it needs to have licorice root in it. and then usually within a week there's a remarkable boost in energy. But don't live on that. Got to get the iodine and you got to get the thyroid running. It's uh, I don't want it to sound too complicated. Support the adrenals. Uh, they run on you know B complex. So if they get a mile, don't get a big B complex. Uh, that is a get a you know ten milligrams of them all is good except for B five. You know we can have hundreds of that. Uh, the adrenals eat that stuff up. But uh, that said, you got the adrenals taken care of, um, that'll help the whole circadian rhythm. That gets rid of a couple of those Cs, I can guarantee it. So um, they get to have a better sleep then and wake up more refreshed, and that's a winning process. Because that'll help the thyroid, and the thyroid needs cortisol too. So And the adrenals need thyroid hormone. It's interesting uh, great relationship. They're really kind of married, I like to say. So uh, did I answer the question or did I?
0: Yeah, but so so desiccated thyroid, iodine, um, the multivitamin, which you delineated, and supporting the adrenals.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: how long till that person... Can then come off the desiccated thyroid and just okay nutrients. Yep, they're
1: gonna they're gonna start to feel more energetic usually within a week. You know, ten days tops. But uh, should they come off it? Well, remember this is generational deficiency. So if we have been iodine deficient, my grandmother or my great grandmother, grandmother, mother, daughter, uh, and sons too. Um, it's a, this deficiency is a serious business, but generationally it just gets the cells are impoverished of iodine, and we have trillions upon trillions of somatic cells that, uh, never mind neuronal cells, that need to get the iodine and need to get the thyroid hormone working. So, uh, if you know, I had one patient, I sent them on a vacation for six weeks. I said that's how you'll recover. She, she can,
0: actually took a six-week vacation. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, but not very many people can do that. <laughs> they can't just unplug from their life. Because when you plug back in, it's all still there, and it's worse. You know, there's all the dishes have piled up kind of thing uh, and all the other issues. So when, it's, a, it's a gradual process. We've learned how to, you know, live in a, in a war zone kind of a thing. We want to unlearn that, and it takes a bit to begin to say, hey, I'm okay, I've got energy, I can calm down. I can, hey, I'm going to do a little less today. I don't need to do that. I'll do it tomorrow or you know that kind of thing. Uh, but it's a process, and it's all integrated, and it's, and it's dynamic. It's always changing. I had someone call up and was very worried she didn't know she was feeling strange, and I said, that's what feeling normal feels like. You poor thing, uh, it's gonna be okay. But you'll get used to that. But uh, you know, it's great to have people like yourself and even myself to walk along with people. We guide people and direct them uh, because I want everybody else to get feeling lots of energy and feel great like I do. I I feel guilty sometimes. I got all this energy. I got I, if everybody was doing that. My gosh, you know, I think it would fix a lot of things. I really do. Yeah. Uh, but the sad. So what,
0: I'm, what I'm hearing you saying is that, you know, first of all, there's, there's generational deficiencies. So those can take a oh, yes. to resolve. But if the person hits every one of those physical points of treatment, the thing that determines how long until they heal is can they learn how to have a more healthy daily life? where yeah. they are not fatiguing themselves they're not triggering their adrenals and they are creating some space and ease in-
1: they'll, they'll they'll do that more and more as they get physically healthier
0: right it's exactly. again
1: it's you know exactly. we're integrated our, our mind is part of our body and you can't separate the two uh, thankfully uh but you know i have People come in and say, oh, you know, I'm really doing a lot of meditation and things. And I go, yeah, but you're completely forgetting your physicalness. Yes. You, you can meditate on the top of a mountain for weeks on end and, and be at peace with the universe. But if you come back down the hill, you know, all the trouble is still there. And you, you have to be physically strong. So we want to make people physically stronger. And it begins at every with every cell making energy. And they all do. All the heart cells make enough energy in tandem to contract the heart constantly. Never sleeps. Aren't you glad? (laughs) So, by the way, the heart uses the most thyroid hormone. And then the organ that uses the second most thyroid hormone, uh, none of my students ever got that question right. Uh, And I forgive them for that because I had to look it up. It's the ovaries. I mean, what? Why would the ovaries need so much energy? Well, that's where the next generation comes from. So it's, and it's pretty polycystic important.
0: ovary syndrome running rampant when there's iodine deficiency.
1: That's right. exactly right. It's fixable. We yeah, don't have- I,
0: I remember coming across across Dr. Jonathan V. Wright's remedy for oh for, yeah. yeah like it's like just put like, eight drops of potassium iodine in a glass of water, drink it every day for, and
1: boom. Yeah. No surgery, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jonathan saved my life. Uh, he told me about you know trace elements like chromium and molybdenum and iodine, of course. I mean, yeah. I, I watched him on the stage with uh, one of his nurses uh, doing the polycystic ovary iodine treatment you know, putting it right on the abdomen. Yeah. But uh, Dr. Wright is a a hero of mine. I uh, admire him tremendously. I I trust he's well and healthy. I haven't talked to him a couple of years now.
0: Yeah, But But that's what we do in the um, intestinal stricture protocol because we've got a mixture of potassium iodide, colloidal silver, and DMSO to drive.
1: Ooh.
0: it, Yeah, to drive. Yeah. It. And that goes right on the intestines. And then a layer of castor oil. And wow, yeah. a Yeah. Nice heating pad.
1: Yeah, and beautiful.
0: Yeah, we've had we've had strictures, literally got we've had lumps of scar tissue gone confirmed with colonoscopy and biopsy and beautiful. know and i still class it as experimental and i can't Mm -hmm. you know i can just i have to be quiet because you know the fda doesn't like dmso and um so we have to be a bit stealth about some of these things and we can't make claims for them so but for people who want to experiment and like i love the fact that you're willing to come forward and say you, it's, it's almost impossible to overdose on iodine and you don't have to be going for blood work to monitor your thyroid. Like that's going to set so many people free right yeah. there. So like, thank you for, for yeah. coming forward with that. Information. You're
1: welcome. It's my pleasure. Uh, yeah, I would, if somebody out anywhere has proof that iodine is toxic, bring it on. I'll show you you're wrong. Mm-hmm. There, you know, uh, the people, the 100 people that were, uh, you know, poisoned with iodine got 15,000 times the RDA, which is a lot, uh, for one whole year. None of them died. Uh, some of them, a good number of them became hyperthyroid, but it dissipated as the iodine diminished. Right. Uh, I bet you none of them were cold, constipated, corpulent, or uh, disturbing their, cast, their circadian rhythms, et cetera.
0: Okay, what else is in your medicine bag? Uh,
1: good question. I like to keep, you know, because I'm a physician, I like to keep some uh, suture material, and if, you know, because people could get cuts or uh, really bad uh, penetrating injuries, but, you know, there are things called Steri-Strips, which were, you know, made popular in, in emergency rooms, emergency departments. Uh, and it's a very, very sticky, high-tensile um, bandage mm-hmm. minus a pad. And so you can see, you can use duct tape, too, in an emergency. Have duct tape. My gosh. could fix, you know, everything from a flat tire to a, you know, broken limb. You know, if you don't have a stick to put on an arm or a leg, you... Can wrap it with duct tape, uh, and if you have a really bad you know, laceration, you can close it with duct tape. In fact, uh, I happened to have some horses on my farm, and one of them got into some um, sharp metal in the barn and cut his neck up pretty bad. So I just duct taped it closed. <laughs> uh, we didn't call the vet that time. It, it wasn't. It looked horrible, but it wasn't you know that deep a, a slice. But it was pretty deep how do you get
0: the duct tape off
1: uh oh it comes off very easily the horse will get it off
0: oh Uh,
1: it's the question image
0: of duct tape is like once you put it on how are you going to get it off yeah
1: better question is how do you keep it on there because they're (laughs) they're moving you know they're kind of oblivious to their injuries in most cases anyway Uh, but duct tape's a good one for cuts or fractures or almost anything else you can make it into a bowl or a cup and it's pretty remarkable stuff um the multivitamins uh i like to keep um some spare thyroid hormone around because i don't want to go through another uh, oh what did they call it they said that there was a um manufacturer shortage which was not true uh i know because a friend of mine uh, was working in a warehouse for the pharmaceutical uh, end of things and he says oh no there's no Just we got racks and racks of thyroid hormone and i thought well who said there's a thyroid deficiency or thyroid hormone deficiency but sure upset a lot of people i'm telling you it's just, it was madness on the internet, you know, in America particularly. A lot of people take thyroid hormone and we're freaking out. So always have some of that. Um, Do
0: we have any suspicions as to why they created an artificial? Well, oh, I
1: think it happens more often than we would like to think. Uh, so if there's like, that's a critical thing, just like insulin, Um goodness i would i would hate to be dependent on that I, that would just kill people uh, but you know, thyroid's pretty darn important and uh, i would say squirrel some away so i keep i keep quite a bit here for my patients just in case and so so they expect me to take care of them in an emergency and, and i'm trying to do that so uh, but beyond that you know uh i like to I like to store up food. I tell people get a big sack of rice, you know, 20 pounds of rice will keep a long time. Uh, And then you got some food, you got some starch, anyways, to eat for, and you get some water in there and you're good to go. And you can make a pot out of duct tape. No, it wouldn't work. work. (laughs) Uh, But you could use an old hubcap as a bowl for crying out loud or a a boiler. but half food you know uh, wheat doesn't keep very long whole grains keep longer so rice and oats and uh, that type of thing keep a long time and you can eat that and you know there are desiccated i've got some k rations that, military rations that don't taste that good but hey if you're hungry yeah. uh, it's good and i keep a lot of those protein bars like we kind of work through them but i like to keep you know dozens and dozens of those things around because you don't have a meal that's a good replacement it's like mm-hmm. huh i ate something today so you never know when things are going to go off the rails you know we've had plenty of disasters around the world anyway uh very true so just because you know people depend on me and, and uh I, I take that seriously and i have i probably have enough multivitamins for the entire town to squirreled away so uh, if it ever came to that, I'd just give them away and say, look, at her.
0: I wanted to just jump back in real quick to the moment. All right, we lost you for a minute, but you're back. So we're good yeah. to go. I wanted to go back to um, your earlier comment about not taking too much B vitamins, because what we found, and that may just be for like, your normal person. But what we found for people with chronic long term conditions like Crohn's and colitis, that we actually needed nice like 50 milligrams the mm-hmm. B complex ongoing for quite a long period of time. Um, what's your thoughts on that?
1: Oh, well, of course, because the gut is so important uh, to have it functional, the mucous membrane, if you're not absorbing nutrients, uh, which you're not doing during inflammatory processes like like colitis etc 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 uh yeah you you're gonna have to kind of overdo it a little bit uh, to get enough in there right uh, of course the mucous membrane then becomes impoverished or malnourished and then it can't heal so it's a bit of a catch-22 uh, so remember something from uh, embryology 101 in medical school or in uh, pre-med even Uh, the guts the first structure that forms in all humans Mm -hmm. and everything comes from that so a gut's pretty important if it forms first
0: exactly that
1: that primal gut tube very very important so nothing lives without a gut you know even a one-celled organism like a paramecium is just a mouth with a gut so you have to have a gut uh and that's critical so Nutrition is number one. And then, of course, add the iodine.
0: (laughs) And the selenium and the trace minerals and, 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 like, we really, we need it all. Um, So in closing, Dr. Tyler, is there anything Mm. that you would like to say to people? If If you could leave one directive from your culmination of your life's work so far, Mm-hmm. What do you want people to know?
1: Great, great question. I had a student shadowing me yesterday in my clinic, and uh, when she left, she was a former student of mine uh, at the medical school. And uh, when she left, I said to her, "Now, what are you going to do from this day forward?" And she says, uh, <laughs> "I don't know." And I handed her a bottle of liquid iodine. And I said, "You're going to take this every day." And she's a new mother. Oh, my goodness, poor thing. You know, she's just going to be stressed to the max. But the iodine's number one. The very, let's, if I could give that to everyone on the street corner, I'd give them iodine. So critical. Love it. By the way, can I put a political plug in? You can feel free to edit that. No, go but, for it. Uh, in this province, we're different from all the other provinces, as you have gathered if you watch the news. So we are uh, unfortunately being uh, ruled by um, some political machinations that are going to give trouble to all of us in British Columbia and all of us in Canada. Uh, It'll set a precedent, and that is that government wants to take more and more control away from us. That's common everywhere, I think. Uh, But that said, they they do want to take more control of our medical uh, lives, and they want to take that out of the hands of the person, individual. And we're fighting against that presently by fighting this Bill 36 that was, you know, just pushed through the House very surreptitiously and secretively. Uh, But we're watching, and we, we know it went through, and we're trying to you know, put a halt to that because we want people to hold on to their their right to choose their health care and to choose their doctor uh, and to have privacy. My goodness, you know, my medical records are sacrosanct. You know, no one should be able to kick the door in and take those and read them. That's not right. That's <laughs> but that's what this bill proposes that, you know, they can come and take your medical records anytime. Ooh. Scary stuff wouldn't happen in America. I'm gonna say I hope it wouldn't. <laughs> I, I hope my American cousins and brothers and sisters down there, and I got lots down there, believe me, uh, that uh, they wouldn't let it happen.
0: I well, hope. not in not in Texas and Florida, but maybe no. in other places like people God, God
1: America. Like
0: dominoes.
1: Yeah, you know, it's unfortunate. I,
0: I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm totally happy to head in this direction.
1: <laughs> yeah. So
0: What I was, because I was talking to my chiropractor, having the same conversation, and what I said to him is I said, yes, but do you have the email of every single one of your patients? And he said, yes. And I said, okay, so then you're covered because here's what we have to do. When governments become illegal, which is what's uh-huh. happening here in Canada, everything that the Trudeau government is doing is actually not legal. So when right. they push us into illegal behaviors what we have to do is have our email list of all our patients email out and say this is where i am here's how you can access me and i said to him i said there's no sign outside there's no sign on the door nobody knows you just tell us where to show up we'll show up we'll pay cash like we can create an alternate system We don't need to lose our health care. Obviously, it would be preferable if the government wasn't doing illegal things, but we can't. All we can do is our best to try and counter that. But for me, I always go worst case scenario. I say worst case scenario, this global reset train is not going to stop. Everything's going to burn. We need new systems for everything. How are we going to do that? Because I'm already looking at that for my own people, right? Because we've Mm -hmm. had PayPal. Trying to tell us what kind of supplements we can sell and saying, you take that off your shop or we're going to cancel your account. And we wow. were like, since when did you become the FDA? What jurisdiction do you have? So, this kind of illegal activity is happening across the board. And I'm kind of forecasting into it, going, okay, well, you know what? If that's the way it's going to go, we're going to run the shop like we run our membership programs yeah. where the whole thing is password protected you you don't google doesn't know it's there nobody even knows it's there unless you already are in my circle and i have your email and then i'm going to send you your login information and we're just going to keep going because we exactly right we have to get out in front when when all these companies and governments start behaving illegally Mm
1: -hmm.
0: we have to just go okay let's go let's go stealth let's go down here
1: yeah and you know we, we can do that i'm i'm all for that i mean that's where i started so I <laughs> yes. I've integrated into the medical system you know even to my shame but um but i can just as easily unintegrate from it yeah. because that's where we come from like uh, when we're, they
0: were trying to force all you naturopaths to get vaccinated
1: yeah, oh yeah well uh, a good number of us pushed back. Some of them were all for it. I you know. I know. That I know. Uh, but,
0: you
1: know, they're perhaps the same people that are, you know, just interested in doing, you know, uh, filler injections and Botox injections. And, you know, that's uh, that's not naturopathic medicine.
0: No. That's not
1: your cure.
0: So, I, I did a blog post on it. If they
1: disagree with me, phone me up and talk to me about it, you know. <laughs> uh, but I've but got... You-
0: you were one I've of the got few the tiny
1: license number, they don't. You know, I've got the experience and you, and you were one up. of
0: the few that was willing to stand up publicly and say, well, yeah. I <laughs> saw after I met you, I saw the videos archived of you going on the news and saying this it's, is ridiculous.
1: I mean it cost me my job teaching, but I can still teach. And I and thanks to you, I, I still have a voice. So it's Absolutely. it's it's powerful. And the people that are listening are interested. So you know, uh, I don't want to just be a mouthpiece at the school too. So.
0: Yeah, I think I think the call is for all of us to go a little bit stealth. And as far as we need to, but to not let, you know, illegal structures and, and governing bodies determine our reality, because we're, (laughs) we're sovereign beings. We don't need to listen to Big Daddy. We don't need to.
1: It's our life. It's our health. You know, if I want to drink, Coffee, I will with cream in it and sugar, even or not. But don't exactly. tell me.
0: Yes.
1: Tell me I'm not going to have that. Or
0: exactly. You know,
1: if I want to drive across the country, I'm going to do it. Uh, we used to have a right under the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, but you know, eh, nasty political people will find a way around all those you know mm-hmm. rules that protect us ordinary taxpayers. You know, taxpayers have power. We have okay. our votes. We can vote them out, but we have to. We have to organize, and they don't let you organize. You know, if you can't get together, you can't organize, and you can't fight them. But yeah. uh, I think you'll, I think you'll see a, a struggle against the, uh, the premier appointed here in British Columbia. He's we didn't vote him in. Yeah, uh, Mr. Eby. He's he was appointed by the outgoing premier and the cabinet basically the outgoing premier.
0: Well, right. and also I was just looking at the recent stat 30,000 people in BC have moved to Alberta because uh, their premier is fighting back against yeah. what Trudeau's doing and saying this is ridiculous. Yeah. should basically saying what we're saying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh in so, Alberta a, a terrific place it's cold
0: <laughs> oh i grew up there so i'm like yeah. i'm not going back there i'm going stealth that's what i'm doing
1: <laughs> i'm you already
0: know, stealth but i'm gonna go even more stealth
1: <laughs> i like to go stealth to florida you know? <laughs> yeah or uh know, texas i could become texan very easily and they might not agree with me but uh but i think texas is a great state
0: yeah, but I, I know some small towns in BC where people are yes. all, have already created this parallel reality. Yeah. So a lot of the um, commerce and trade there is done in cash. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get, you know, when they tried to, I don't know what happened, but they passed a gun law or they tried to pass a gun law, nobody listened. They're just like, here's where the gun shop is. You walk in, you ask for what you want, you pay cash, you walk out. There's no paperwork. There's no storefront sign. You know, it's just like, well, you can legislate whatever you want. But when what you're doing is illegal, we will create a parallel reality. And then everyone there is self-sufficient in terms of their food supply. They all know how to hunt. They put a deer or, you know, an elk in their freezer every winter wow um, they grow, they're already growing their own food like there's small towns across bc who are already functioning like this mm-hmm. they've already built the parallel reality um so you know and i say well great you know mm-hmm. if this is what it takes for humanity to shift into a better iteration of ourselves okay let's let's let the old structures burn and let's yeah. like the kali process right the the rebirth arising from the destruction. Let's focus on the rebirth. What do we want to create here? Yeah. You know, we want to create freedom. We want to create access. We want to create equality. Well, let's just go ahead and do that. Let's not wait for the government to do it or give us permission.
1: Oh, yeah, they're, they're not. Yeah. Uh, we have to fight. Uh, some of my colleagues uh, retired early, uh, sadly. Uh, sad to lose them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they just didn't have any energy left for the fight but lots Mm -hmm. of us do uh and we'll fight on and uh i mean if we all if we all flee to alberta there's nobody left here to fight and then they'll come for us in alberta i guarantee you
0: yeah it won't stop
1: but this is a global
0: uh, this is a worldwide initiative anybody who's (laughs) anybody who's listening or even keeping an eye on history can see that
1: yes yes but Um, let's not forget we're we're the taxpayers. The voters have strength in in their votes. Uh, we're not being legislated to vote a certain way yet, uh, but uh, yeah.
0: But how did Trudeau get in?
1: Yeah, good you know. Question. So
0: that how did Biden get in? Like the corruption's already happened.
1: Yeah. He,
0: the so again we're back to but I think like what you said like. You're like, no, no, let's fight back. I'm like, let's ignore it and create a parallel reality. Well, both yeah. both responses are needed. Both, oh, and sure. you can do both. Just because yeah. you're creating parallel reality doesn't mean you're not fighting back over here. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think each person has to follow their, their inner guidance.
1: Sure. You know, do what they can do. Each one do what they can do. You know, some people can lick envelopes, you know, and that's great. Uh, or deliver you know pamphlets and that type of thing yeah uh, i'm excited to get an update from uh from our people working behind the scenes and, and in out in front they're they're trying to recall eb and i don't know how that's going to go but uh we'll see yeah. at least they they're pushing back which is uh, and canadians you know they do have a spine which is good sometimes you wouldn't know it but uh, but boy, we get backed into a corner. We dangerous, uh, we're dangerous. I'm told.
0: Well, trucker convoy. Yeah. Who did that?
1: Yeah. Bless their hearts. What a bunch of great people. Where are we without truckers? Everything we get comes in a truck.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, when this when this um, enforced vaccination of naturopath directive first came down the line, and I was talking to a friend of mine i i did a blog post about this actually on oh. on one of my websites not my not my gut site because i keep that clean because i don't want to be censored but i started another site under genie where i get a little more vocal and i and i you know i had written to him and said listen here's the problem with and now you and i could probably do an entire podcast on how naturopathy has evolved and how now it's like kind of under the wing of, of the medicine, the medical, and yeah. is that a good thing or is that not? And, you um, know, when I first heard about naturopathic, I was so excited about it, you know, back in the early 90s, late 80s, because I was like, wow, there's actually trained, like really skilled professionals who don't want to give you drugs, who are educated in all the other things and all the other options. And I was like, wow. And I've seen that evolve over the last, you know, two decades or so to be mm-hmm. a lot of naturopaths are really proud of the fact that they can prescribe drugs and they drive, they suggest drugs and they suggest vaccines and they suggest it's like, well, we are, we have an entire humongous allopathic medical pharmaceutical complex for that naturopathy was supposed to be an alternative
1: yeah let's I, be let's be different and celebrate our differences right yeah. and it's like if, if
0: i want drugs and vaccines i can go to my md and it's covered it's it's even free like i'm not coming here for that yeah, so, so i had said to him i said you know and he his thing was i have worked so hard for my license and nobody's taking that away from me And I'm like, that's ridiculous because I would not take advice. You are a naturopath because he'd already told me stories about patients he was treating who'd had adverse reactions to the to the covid vaccine. um, A couple of deaths from like blood clots in the brain. And like he had a clear front row seat to how these vaccines could be damaging and could be dangerous but then you're gonna get vaccinated just to keep your license? I said, I would not take advice from you. Why would I take health advice from someone who is like,
1: exactly. I'm willing to do
0: something I know is dangerous, I know is damaging, just to keep this piece of paper. And I'm you like- know, Where, where, I'm where like, do
1: they draw the line? Exactly. You know, what's what's too much for them? You know, What if it's mandatory death at 65? Are he they okay? Your license. He'd be dead, maybe I would be. It's like it's like this the euthanasia and the pushing towards, you know, legalizing suicide and things. It's it's get rid of people. You know, the whole agenda is reduce the world population. If you know Bill Gates says it, it must be great, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Horrible. Horrible man. Who's who put him in charge? He wasn't elected. I know. He of money, and they, and he makes the politicians dance. Yeah. very sad yeah. but so if this bill 36 if it if it goes through and it, and it gets fully approved uh, then what government has done is they've offloaded their uh, draconian measures onto our uh, colleges the people that regulate us so the and those college colleges will then they'll be the bad guys but they will won't have any choice but they're government appointed anyway. So they, it says here, I'm going to quote it, it says they must impose vaccination requirements on all health practitioners under their authority. Wow. Must is a scary word. Must impose proof of up-to-date vaccination status as a condition for licensing. Uh, must dismiss without notice or a hearing any application for licensing or renewal of license that doesn't contain proof of vaccination if any healthcare worker dissents, uh, they may uh, discipline be disciplined with loss of license. Oh, brother! I mean, it's the same old story. And then, if they make false or misleading statements, um, they may, without notice to the person affected, apply for court orders to enter the premises, lock the premises, fine the healthcare worker up to two hundred thousand dollars, and order jail time for up to two years. I, so I would just Unbelievable. go off. I would just go without a license. And, you know, Absolutely, say, I don't need a license. I'll become a uh, a natural health consultant. There you go. Exactly, a holistic health like, coach. Like my dear, dear friend Dr. Kine says to me. He says, well, "Do we become stupid overnight suddenly because you know they tell us we're not we we're not vaccinated, so we're not licensed? No, we'll just go underground and." Anyways, I'm sorry. And that's that know.
0: parallel reality, right? Yeah. That parallel we'll just
1: create reality. another economy. They it, it wow. exists, and they want to get rid of it. I know that. But yeah. hence the you know the digit digitization of money, and so you know you can't digitize a potato. Though I like that that's one. Also, <laughs> you know, if I pay with you know my father in the olden days, he got paid with a sack of potatoes one time, fifty pounds. Yeah. Farmer was happy to you know take uh trade it and he was happy to we ate a lot of potatoes but hey my
0: my dad's an optometrist and he traded once for a bucket of mussels
1: oh there you go that's nice
0: yeah like it's like hey we can do that
1: you know uh i'm growing a lot of food on my farm and uh and i'm gonna keep doing that and i'm learning to do that better so you know if i have a off year for apples i might have to trade potatoes for that or whatever um, but it's good. It's a, yeah. it's a good way to live in the old-fashioned way, but it's nothing old-fashioned about it. We have to be smart, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, a lot of big choices coming down we the road. We can That's do cool. this.
1: There's smart people like you and lots of others. And, uh, but I'm, I'm can- going to
0: tell you a story yeah. that made me realize why there's so many people. So I was in a restaurant with my daughter yesterday, and um, a mother and what looked like her daughter came in and the waitress said to them, Oh, there's three tables. Choose where you want to sit. And they, they both froze. And their mother was like, um... and then she turns to the daughter and says, where do you want to sit? And the daughter looks even more uncomfortable at being given the choice actually shoves her mom, like, stop it. Don't try to put that on me. And the mom looks back at the waitress and says, just put us anywhere you like the way I'm like, Oh my gosh. I have a front row seat. Yeah. The human beings cannot even make a choice about where to sit. Yeah.
1: Like this is the that level is- of
0: disempowerment that how much of humanity is operating from. And then mm-hmm. we're going to expect those people to make a good choice about the drugs and substances entering their body. Like, you
1: yes. know, Sad, isn't
0: it? And they couldn't choose. The waitress ended up saying, "Okay, how about you just sit here?" And they were like, "Perfect, thank you." And you could see the relief. Thank you for making the decision.
1: Wow, that
0: couldn't handle it.
1: That's tragic, really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And how many humans completely
1: give up our our power for everything?
0: Yeah, yeah. And 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 that's when I went, "Wow, it's no coincidence that I'm here witnessing this."
1: Wow.
0: because it automatically made me think how many humans are this uncomfortable with any degree of personal power and ownership of their own bodies likes and dislikes yeah like they, you can't even choose a table to sit at
1: the song deep in the heart of texas keeps coming to my mind <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw a picture of a a grandmother in a grocery store in, I don't know, in Texas somewhere. is a big state, I know. But, uh, but she was um, toting a very large pistol on her hip, so she had an open carry license. <laughs> and, boy, you wouldn't mess with her because that was a very large caliber pistol. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You're perfectly safe around her. She's not going to pull it out and rob you or shoot you, but she might defend you. Right, but
0: yeah. uh, well, it's interesting because there's large communities of Canadians in numerous places in Mexico in Costa Rica, in uh-huh. Nicaragua, in San Juan del Sur, there's like so a lot of Canadians are going, I'm not willing to live like this I I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm out I'm out I'm gonna go somewhere that I can create that parallel reality, but not go be underground with it like yeah. Now. Have it out in the open and not have the governments of those countries trying to um, basically treat me like I'm in communist China.
1: Yeah. So Agreed. It's uh, it's it's worrisome. I I I was told something the other day by a colleague. We were on a we were on a nationwide chat. So uh, and we had a handful of doctors from across Canada, you know, talking about you know, what we've just been talking about, and we're all on the same page. Uh, but uh, the doctor from uh, Alberta spoke up and he said, you know, he read somewhere that uh, if uh, 15% of the population or of a group um, are determined enough that they can kind of steer the the, um, the story, you know, mm-hmm. they can steer the way things go, but 15% I, I hope we have fifteen percent. Uh, I think <laughs> I think we're shy of the mark. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah. those of us those of us who have a critical thought in our head uh, process, we need to keep in touch with each, with each other. That's for sure.
0: Absolutely,
1: and, and uh,
0: we will, and so we yeah. will
1: stay healthy. I tell people, and then you can stay out of the medical system unless it comes forcing you to take medicine here open your mouth and take this pill no I don't want to and Uh, see that's
0: the that's the other arm that I'm really pushing on so on my main site listen to your gut.com which They massively demoted me in the search engine rankings, but thankfully did not censor me. But I had been proactive. I saw this coming. And before the censorship hit, I went in and changed the titles and keywords of every blog post that might trigger. Because with COVID, I thought anything, flu, respiratory, lung, all of that stuff, they're going to hit first. So I Mm -hmm. had gone because I have, you know, I share... The protocols that you, I'm sure, utilize are very effective protocols for any kind of lung infection, respiratory mm-hmm. infection. And we're back to that substance you love, hydrogen peroxide. We're back yeah. to vaporizers and nebulizers. And, you know, there's so much information. So I changed all that. But because I was an alternative health site that used to show up on page one of Google twice for a lot of keyword terms. I've been bumped to page 8 or 15 okay no problem no problem um, you didn't you didn't shut me down but what I've also done is on that site listen to your gut.com I have a home remedy section and I have 350 pages of treatments that are tried and tested by my quarter million readers it's wow, all yeah. free because I'm like people you have got to get fluent. In caring mm-hmm. for your own health, you have to have, like we talked at the beginning, what's in your medicine bag? Yeah. You know, what do you have Ooh. on hand that you can treat these things that arise? And so, what I would add to your medicine bag for for my uses is I would add comfrey and wild oregano oil right off the bat. Those
1: sure. are my two. How go- about pepto bismol? <laughs> you know, because bismuth sulfate, if we could get the raw material, bismuth comes out of the ground. Uh, bismuth will kill all the bugs that we don't want uh so if you get the uh, food poisoning it will fix it in a day
0: from
1: the bismuth. but good old pepto-bismol tablets or the which is available
0: tablets. everywhere yes and, and doesn't cost as much as wild oregano which will do no, the same it's, thing so but it's,
1: oh, it's, a, it's a mineral quick mineral fix it doesn't taste half bad either yep. but but I, like but I keep
0: to- telling people go to the home remedies. There's a drop down yeah. list. It's all free, like build your fluency. So that yeah. when you get sick with whatever, your first thought is not, I have to go to the doctor, because that's how they're controlling you. Your that's first right. thought should be, what's the home? What's the remedy The try and test it? Let's go look it up. And let's, let's gain fluency in those protocols. And in those, we
1: should, we should run through some home remedies at some point, you know, we could do hours on that, couldn't we? Absolutely. Uh,
0: Well, that's uh, why there's 350 pages of it there. Exactly. You know, so we, and it's not just like, because my frustration was, there's a lot of books on homeopathic and herbal and natural, but they'll give you do this or this or this or this. Yes. And then you're like, yeah, but which one works? Like, I don't have time to test four or five different remedies. What's mm-hmm. the one that pretty much works for everybody all of the time? And that's what's in my home remedy section. I, have, I,
1: think I absolutely have two tubes of this. I have Arnica cream and Arnica yes. gel.
0: Absolutely.
1: So, you know, my wife sprained her ankle the other day. You rub it with Arnica and it you know and it heals very quickly
0: and how or about castor falls oil
1: and hits their hits their head you know now they got a brain injury uh, uh, you can put arnica right on their forehead i absolutely have. Um, and uh,
0: castor are, oil another very
1: yeah.
0: wonderful stuff
1: powerful stuff you can grow the darn beans on your own property.
0: <laughs> just you be careful harvesting
1: yeah yeah exactly
0: exactly okay well thank you so much dr scott tyler and we are a lot of fun
1: jenny patel thompson you're you're a big big help to us all so thanks for doing this uh you know it's the payment comes in many ways back to you it's good it's good karma. You're uh, you're sowing some great seeds there, and thanks for doing that.
0: Thank you, and we'll, uh, we'll see what kind of if we get enough questions from people, we'll just have you back on again. Do a sure.
1: One. I'll I'll do it. I'm glad to do it. Sure.
0: Lovely. Thanks for holding the line for us.
1: <laughs> you too. Take your iodine.
0: <laughs> All right. Awesome.